Hey, Jason. Yes, Cam. Hi. What time is it? It's time for Entertainment Dudes. Entertainment Dudes. Welcome to another episode of Entertainment Dudes. I'm your host, Jason Crossman. I'm Director Dude, along with Cam Cornelius, and I am voiceover dude. Yes, check out our new lower thirds. We're really moving up in the world. <laughs> so <laughs> the we're excited. Lower, the lower thirds are down from the bottom. They're not up. Yes, where you can check out all of our podcasts. If you're watching on YouTube here, you can check out watch.entertainmentdudes.com. Yep. On you Instagram. Instagram. Follow us on Entertainment Instagram. Entertainment Dudes. Yes, like and subscribe, all these good things. And uh, this week, we're going to have a two twofer this week. We're going to give you a top a five twofer. where we're going to talk about. Yeah, we're doing a twofer. We're going to have, we're going to have one podcast with scott miranda which is going to be amazing yes. and we're doing this top five this week in top entertainment one. the dga awards thanks to below the line for bringing us uh this list here the winner's list and uh the directors of everything everywhere all at once claim the top prize but let's look at some of the movies the theatrical features here yeah we had uh, we had todd field for tar i didn't actually see that one um, I, did, top, I didn't either. Top Gun Maverick. Of, I, I think I saw that four times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, we saw that one enough to make up for all the others, right? Yeah, I'm partially <laughs> responsible for it making the billions of dollars it did. I think oh, I'm half gosh. half of that uh, that take that they did. <laughs> I thought it was spectacular. I mean, that movie blew my mind. So I was, uh, was really, really like that. It, the next film down was was Everything Everywhere All at Once, which I saw. And I, the storytelling, it's unlike anything I've ever seen. But I think one thing, two things stood out for me the most. Number one is the actress, Michelle Yeoh. And then right. two was the editing. I don't know who edited this movie, but literally I, I can't. Like if I could bow any lower below the ground, I would bow. The BAFTA goes to Everything Everywhere All at Once, Paul Rogers. As an editor, I thought there's no freaking way I would no. ever have patience to edit this movie. It was amazing. The Banshees of Inisherin. Just tell me what I've done to you. Audience, In please help us out here. How do you pronounce that? I just don't like you no more. Um, I even, it doesn't even say in the trailer. I actually didn't see this one yet yeah, either. I know. So. Inisherin. So leave the comment below phonetically how to pronounce the, the title. Uh, or else this. we're gonna have to ask chat gtp and we yeah, don't want we'll to do that we don't want to do that that's ai and it's scary. yeah that's no and then uh lastly we had steven spielberg's uh the filaments and uh who was his uh first ad was uh josh mcclagan on that and he's mm -hmm. been around a long time he ended up doing uh he did uh titanic on monday we have good weather we have good weather we will be on Either the bow or the A deck promenade port, scene 72, the bow 94, 96, <laughs> which will come right back here to the port boat deck. Scene. I'm trying to think of uh, X Men Days of Future Past. So he's worked on a lot of really, really huge films, and I think they partnered in, in this. So uh, doing AD work is really, really hard. And on a project, something like Spielberg's that are generally that epic and huge. The amount of work that that takes, that's that's just impressive, so. Uh, M Michelle Yeoh, uh, as an actress, she was recently going through some issues where they were saying that she, uh, you know, wouldn't be able to act much longer. Talk, let's talk about yeah. that. Well, I think, you know, like she said, there's there's so many more, so many jobs open and available when you're younger. But as you get older, that narrows and narrows and narrows and you end up being sort of relegated to side right. characters and while someone else takes the lead. But 
Uh, I think Michelle had mentioned here she got an opportunity to helm this film and to be the lead to it. And I I, I couldn't see this movie without her. Like, I didn't expect her right. in this film, but she just blew it away. Like, mm-hmm. and uh, she great. even talked about that. Yep. And uh, Star Trek uh, Discovery. Uh, she's done that. She's probably, I believe, going to lead another series uh, about Section 31 in Star Trek. So she's really, she's just showing that uh, some of the older actors uh, can actually uh, still have uh, the, have it, I guess we're going to say, right? To me, those stories are far more interesting and they have so much mm-hmm. more depth and there's a lot of life to it. And I, I enjoy that character and I'm like, yes, please put them in more films like I love watching films with characters who've been around a long time who have who have a lot of extra knowledge and wisdom and depth to bring to it. So. I think you would love Grace and Frankie because this had a, a tremendous cast in it. I mean, legends, Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda, um, Sam Washington, always great. Yeah. Martin Sheen, always great. And man, they knocked it out of the park with this series. And Scott, one of our guests who's the next, uh, which if you're not going to watch this one, you watch that right. one. Uh, he's actually in a part of that and, and it's on his reel, which is great. Yeah, the snow yeah. crab guy. So if you... Snow crab guy, <laughs> yeah. All the outlets now available. There's room for everybody now. Um, to continue their career if they want. And uh, these guys are still uh, so awesome. So this is one means more and nearer and dearer to my heart. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Season 2 is now live. And if you've played Modern Warfare 2, uh, Warzone 2, it's quite a change from the original. And I think there is some nostalgia for Verdansk, but uh, I'm really, really feeling the new map. I like how much they've added to it. And then Modern Warfare 2, we haven't seen the huge map yet, but it's been... uh, the smaller Japanese map that's in there right now in uh, Japan. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really, really fun. And uh, I'd love to know your thoughts. Do you like the changes? Do you like what they've done to it? Uh, uh, I've been really, really a huge fan of of what they brought to the new series. And the ability to swim finally is there. You don't die when you touch the water. I think that's a nice touch. I think it's <laughs> your duty to leave a comment down below. Duty it. It's your call. <laughs> Number four. Let's talk about uh, prosthetic limbs. Yeah, just prosthetic. Just out of the blue. Out of the blue. Why not? Let's talk about. Why not talk about prosthetic limbs? Okay, so top films. Mine with people with prosthetic limbs that you remember is for me is Luke Skywalker, obviously. Of course. And uh, Empire Strikes Back, getting his arm. And I loved how they, when they touched it, you know, the skin, it was like his finger was like, and then they closed his skin up. And I was like, oh, wait, 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 watch. Let's see here. Oh no. Keep going. I got something. So, no, in his undies. In his undies, <laughs> in the in the back to tank, isn't which is evaporated. Isn't he supposed to be in more water? I was saying, isn't yeah, he supposed yeah, to have back more to water tank in evaporate. There? But you can actually blow on this up here, and it bubbles the back to. So, All right, but, let's, yeah, can you blow yeah, the bubble? No, let's I'm not going to blow on this because it's, like, so low. So, anyway. Dude, yeah, that's Yeah, that's what incredible. Luke Skywalker, when he got his, like, prosthetic hand and, you know. I just noticed this, though. On, on Luke's hand, he doesn't have the prosthetic hand on here. It's oh. two regular hands. Maybe, this maybe it's already got something. the skin treatment. Maybe, maybe, you know. Yeah, because he has the blood. skin treatment, so you can't even yeah. tell. It like covers his hand. So I think that's... Next one for me would be uh, The Fugitive. 
The yes. one-armed man and the fugitive. There's nothing like, he's a man with the prosthetic arm. I, I said, not crazy. He had a one arm. And he tried to track down the one-armed man. And, I, you know, he ends up getting a fight, fighting him with the with the one, the arms. I was like, oh, yes. Uh, how about, uh, I'm just going to go mainstream here. Bucky Barnes uh, from yes. the Marvel series, right? That that arm that he can just... I like... mean, this arm only gave him his superpowers. So, I mean, he had the serum or whatever, but his serum right. and his arm combined. Combined. Who yeah. would win, Luke Skywalker or Bucky Barnes? Uh, I don't, I, you know, I don't know. That's that's a good, that's a good question. Well, can Luke have Super his lightsaber? If Luke can versus, have his yeah, lightsaber, then then, no, then Luke wins. <laughs> it's it's no contest, no contest. <laughs> and uh, let's see, but okay, how about Edward Scissorhands? What about Edward Scissorhands versus Bucky Barnes? I mean, Barnes? he was technically the first one I really remember. <laughs> I, I Fugitive was first, but Edward Scissorhands, and Edward Scissorhands is one of my favorite sound track so maybe it would go like luke edward scissorhands uh-huh bucky the one okay. fugitive gazelle from the kingsman legs legs for legs. days with blades on her feet yes okay okay i still think luke would beat her and but she would definitely crush the one-armed man from the fugitive <laughs> she probably would and then uh, finally how about uh furiosa from mad max fury road though she she was okay she's pretty she was a tough. bad a right so who, i still think i still think gazelle would probably beat furiosa and then they'd both kick the one-armed man fugitive the one-armed man the fugitive they he would lose and then bucky and then luke so would they win or how about this person in real life this is amazing okay this is abs uh abby abby show she does drum yeah look at this i mean she literally played the drums by strapping it to her hand her right. arm tape on her arm and then they give her a prosthetic 3d printed arm and literally you saw her face at the beginning there when she starts moving it she's literally in shock right. and this is all 3d printed and it works with the neurons in your brain so you don't not think you move my first finger you just think normal and you actually and can move your hand so we're literally here at the time when luke skywalker like that's real uh, the level and quality of it is the thing that's left to improve, but it's it's working. So is 3D right. printed robotic arm, is that the future of prosthetics? I think so, of course. Like yeah, if you get it, mobility back, like she's actually folding laundry. If you watch this video a little bit later, you can see her fold laundry and she can grab the laundry and fold it over and fold it again with that level of dexterity. Uh, I, I think it's just, it's incredible. It's absolutely we're, incredible. We're here and I love how the the movie magic makes its way into life you've got countless uh, illustrations of that with star trek uh with you know the the prosthetics and the movies like luke skywalker and i love to see this this stuff that is thought up in the creative minds of people making movies and then executed upon by the scientific uh, minds that actually in real make life. This stuff happen in real life. Yeah. So, that's, uh, that's what so point cool. does she qualify as a cyborg? Like, how much? What percentage of your body has to be a machine in order for you to be a cyborg? I don't. I don't know. Does it? I. I I've always thought of cyborgs as maybe having a component of their thought or their brain also being robotic, like being kept alive by the robotics so they would have to be stuff. alive by the robotics alive and have by part the robotics. Of your robotic yes i okay. that's always what i thought of a, a cyborg of a as. cyborg because okay. um yeah like almost like well hey the borg in star trek they are 
cyborgs, uh, but they've got implants that change their thought process and make them a collective mind and do all that stuff. So they're functioning as a Borg relies upon the technology. My dad wrote a book. Uh, it was about a kid that was born with a USB port in the back of his head, <laughs> and he was able to plug into the internet. And he just soaked up and became smarter and smarter and smarter until he consumed all of human knowledge. And 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 he decided that. Uh, and then I won't let you. You know, I'm not reading it un unless he changes the port to a USB C port. Yeah, I was like, I think it was a there. USB 3 when he yeah, wrote it. Yeah, it's so USB 3 is not. Yeah, change it to USB C. You always make it some kind of wireless, and that way it'll always be like, and <laughs> and that went through his air, the air into a port in his head. Wow. So this next one here, it's is this is on YouTube. This is a guy named uh, Ren, and he wrote this story called Hi Ren. And if you haven't seen this video yet, <laughs> please check it out. Uh, how would you describe this style? I don't know. Rap? I don't know contemporary pop he does some yeah. singing into it yes it's, yes that's how you would yes. qualify this how would you qualify and it's a conversation <laughs> he has with himself where you have the part of you that's speaking negativity into your life and you have the part of you part of you that's right. speaking something positive right and i think that's one of the major choices that what is separates humanity from other things is the concept and understanding of right and wrong and I think there's something even biblical where he says, in that, that time, I lay before you blessings and curses, death mm -hmm. and life. Choose life because every choice you have, you can focus on those things that are alive and they lead you towards joy, peace, patience, creativity. And then you have that negative side that if you give it a voice, like what Ren says here, it literally just tears him down and belittles you and, and tells you you cannot do it. You cannot contribute. You, you're not big enough. You're not enough. And this fight that he has with himself in this version of storytelling, how he tells it is so profound and powerful. I think it's it's totally worth a watch. It's nine minutes, but it's nine minutes completely worth the watch. And there are, there are, we live in a, in a time where there aren't a lot of champions for us. If, if you've got something in your life that you want to do or you want to achieve, there are going to be a lot of people that try to talk you out of it, either because they don't understand it or they like to be doing it and they're not doing it, so why should you be able to do it? So if you do have this inkling of being able to do something, even if there seems like there's challenges in the way, we have those desires in us to actually achieve uh, our desires. Mm -hmm. That's, they're in there for, for a reason. So yeah. go for it. You don't have to necessarily listen to the people who are uh, trying to stop you from doing it. Even if your life seems like you're uh, running backwards or you're at a standstill, that's all part of the process too. Uh, that's a time for you to refresh yourself. It's it's mm -hmm. the winter. It's the winter season where you know the tree looks dead, but it's really uh, growing underground and getting ready to bloom. The the animals are hibernating during this time and healing. Or like when I like when I was a kid, you know. Uh, a car like this, a little car, you need to pull it backwards and you need to charge it up and, and get that uh, potential energy ready so that it can move. That's the fun part. So mm -hmm. yeah, there's, there's work. And when things don't seem like they're going your way, um, use that time to feed yourself, to, to recharge, to learn something new because the the failure in that case is an illusion it's just part of the process it's time for you to recharge and achieve your dreams 
Yeah, and I, I really learned something and I applied it this week in my life. Uh, I had some negative things that I was experiencing and I was it was hitting impacting me in a negative way. And mm-hmm. I just said, you know what? Uh, negativity, whether it's a good experience or a bad experience, is a form of energy. And you can actually take that energy and put it towards something good. And so right. I chose to focus on that negative thing and said, I've already done everything in my power to be able to move said block out of the way, but mm-hmm. I can't at the moment, but I still have other things that I, I want to achieve and goals that I have. So even though that negativity was impacting me, instead of moping about it, complaining about it, I, we, I, we, I said, I just went to my wife and said, Hey, what have we wanted to do around the house that we haven't want, done in a while? Let's paint something. We painted a room, we we're organizing stuff or moving things. So, uh, and then we went out together and, and so I turned that pot negative some into something positive. And, uh, I think it's it just, it's like you, you went, said sets uh, you up. You went from this side of the battery to that side of the battery. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, uh, the last thing we got for you, number five. The voiceover resource guide. This is exciting. This went on a hiatus for a little bit, but uh, it's back. back in uh, yeah, uh, back in uh, late 2022, uh, Jay Preston and Tim Freelander relaunched uh this resource and it's it's very cool because it lists studios and producers and uh um all kinds of things uh needed for voiceover so you can uh get a free copy uh and scan this little qr code on the screen right now and uh that'll take you to the voiceover resource guide and and uh, looking at this it lists you know voiceover conferences uh there's rates there's uh, everything from New York to Los Angeles. Uh, you've got all the uh, uh, societies, uh, you know, like uh, Global Voice Acting Academy and VoiceOver uh, Extra and World Voices. Um, you've got all kinds of uh, resources here, recording studios, casting services, talent agencies. Uh, it, it's all here uh, for you. So if you're interested in VoiceOver, uh, check out the voiceover resource guide. Um, yes, and Miranda you- Barkin, one of our guests, actually yes. did the cover art for this. Yes, the cover art. So you can check out Miranda on our uh, current uh, voiceover dudes episode, Miranda Parkin and Scott Parkin. It's a blast. They're actually uh, doing a, a new animation project called the Comet Casino. <laughs> Attention passengers, we will be landing shortly on Loop Riff Omari. Please return to your seats. If you've morphed during the flight, please regenerate and buckle up. Okay? And remember, as long as you look like you're gambling, they gotta keep bringing you drinks. So you don't want to miss our episode. It's got D. Bradley yeah. Baker's done yes. some voice work in it. It's uh, got... Uh, Great oh, Delisle gr- Griffin. Yes, oh my uh, gosh. It's got, yeah, uh, Billy West. I mean, I mean, so many great... Maurice LaMarche, so many great names are uh, actually uh, in in this uh, show. So you've got to uh, check it out. Again, Miranda and Scott Parkin on our regular episode of Entertainment Dudes. You don't want to miss it. You really don't want to miss it. It's hilarious. I saw it. Mm-hmm. I did too. It's funny. It is funny. It's amazing what she did. Their idea for that story is awesome. I know. Yeah.